Shabbos, Daflam, and Gimel. The Gemara gives us six categories of different Averis, and what the different punishments for those Averis are. Starting off with Gezel stealing, locusts will come and devour the entire crop. If there's no crop, people get really hungry quickly. They'll end up, Chazashalom, eating their own children. The Pasuk says, Parais HaBashan, the fat cows. It says, Rav, this is referring to these women who don't have jobs, and all they do all day is shop, shop, shop. And this causes their husbands to go into debt and not have enough money, and they'll have to steal in order to pay their credit card bills. The Avera of Inuidin, meaning if you are a judge, and you have the judgment, and you don't give it over to the Baldin, you torture him a little bit, or a corrupt judgment, or Kilkaladin means you don't look into the case deep enough, perhaps you'll find a heter or something for the guy, and you don't. Or for the Avera of Bidl Torah, all these, there's Cherev, this sword, this war, and the enemy comes and takes the booty, there'll be famine, you'll eat, you won't be satiated, and you'll buy bread by the weight. For the Avera of Shua, Shav, and Sheker, meaning you swear falsely you did something in the past or you're going to do something in the future, or you say that right now it's night when everybody knows it's day. In the Pasuk it says the word Chilol by Shavua. It also says Chilol by Chilol Shabbos and by Chilol Hashem. So all three are the same in terms of the punishment. There'll be wild beasts, they'll come and eat the livestock, there'll be less people, and therefore the roads will be desolate. Because of the Avera of Ritzich, of murder, HaKash was Machrev, the Beis HaMikdash, and his Shechina was removed from Klai Yisrael. For the Avera of Gilai Reis, Zara, and not keeping Shemitah and Yoival, there'll be Golas to the world, and we will leave our country, and others will take over. For the Avera of Nivol Peh, the Lashon of the Gemara is this Tzarais, Rabbis, Gzerais, Kashais, terrible decrees, terrible Tzarais. And the young Bacharim will die, the orphans and the widows will cry out to Hashem, and He won't answer them. Everybody knows why a cow gets married, but if you talk about it, you're Menabal Pet, even if you were supposed to live 70 years in peace, HaKash flips it over. It's not only the person talking, it's the person that hears and doesn't make a Mecha, also gets punished. They deepen the Gehenim for both of these people. If a person sets aside time to do an Avera, what will happen is he'll have welts and wounds on his body, and he'll even have this disease called Hidrakain. Hidrakain comes in three varieties. One of them causes the skin to be puffed up and tough. And that comes for Arias. That's usually the, when the Gemara says Avera, it's referring to Arias. When a person is in a starvation mode, then it swells. And when it comes from Kisho, from sorcery, then a person gets skinny. Shmuel Akatan had it dragon, and he's worried that people will be chayshish, that it's because of his over the Arias. So Gosh healed him right away. Abaya had it dragon, and Rav said on Abaya, I know that Nachmeni, otherwise known as Abaya, he fasts a lot, and therefore he has his dragon. Rav himself, who knew how to get out of his dragon, the reason why he got a dragon is because he didn't, go, didn't relieve himself in the bathroom when he had Talmidim. He was a Oynas because of the Talmidim. If a person has Sinas Chinam, you could tell that if he has jaundice, he has yellow, that is because of Sinas Chinam. If a person has Gasis Ruach, the simon for that is that he becomes poor. Simon for a person that talks Lashon Hara is Askara, is the restriction of the Safigas when he can't breathe any longer. Rabbi Yossi says Askara comes because a person eats Tebel without giving Trumus and Maizris. When Chacham went into Karim Biyavna, so Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rashbi, Rabbi Shimbai Chai were sitting there and they, they asked him, why is it that Askara starts from the intestines and works its way up to the throat? Rabbi Yehuda is Rosham Adarim Makam. He starts answering every place as the Gemara is going to describe later on. And he said, even though the kidneys give the advice and the heart understands and the 
tongue articulates, but it's the mouth that finishes it off. And that's why it finishes off by the mouth. Rebbe Yosef says, because people eat tevel, and Rebbe Yosef says, because of bitul Torah. But women who are not mevatel Torah, why do they get asked Because they're mevatel their husbands. Goyim are not mevatel Torah, they are mevatel Jews. What about young children? Says, says the Gemara, because they're mevatel their fathers. Says Rashi, when they come to ask their fathers for candy while the father is learning, that's their avera, and that's why they get punished, Chazashal. But kids that are learning in school don't have the time to bother the father. Why is it? Because when the dar has tzaddikim, the tzaddikim take the brunt of the averis of the dar. When there are no tzaddikim, then it's the children that take the averis of the dar. Why was Rabbi Huda the Rosh Hashanah as we mentioned before? Because he sat with Rabbi Yosir and And Rabbi Huda said that we have to give praise to the Romans because they made us marketplaces and, and bridges and bathhouses. Rabbi Yossi was quiet, and Rabbi Shimon didn't like it. He said, the reason why they make marketplaces is to put Zionists in there. Their mechatzayis is just for themselves. And the bridges are to collect tolls. There was a person by the name of Yehudah Megerim, which Rashi and Tysus both say that he was a chash of a person, he was a tana. And he sent it over to his friends, and it eventually traveled from his friends all the way to the Romans. And the Romans put Rabbi Yehudah, Roisham and because he gave praise to the Romans. Because Rabbi Yossi didn't make a macha, they threw him to Tzipayri, and they wanted to kill Rabbi Yossi. The famous story of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi took flight, he ran to the Bishamedrish, where his wife would bring him bread and water. But then he said, if they torture his wife, she might give up where he's at. So he ran to the cave, and there was a nace, that a carob tree, which usually takes 70 years to bear fruit, it beared fruit, it actually grew there, that's nace number one, and it beared fruit. And there was a spring of water there. Rabbi Yossi and his son, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, were both there, and they they went into the mud, they took off their clothes in order to save their clothing, they would put their clothing on for davening only. After the Caesar died, Eliano came and he notified them that it's over, they were in the cave for 12 years. They came out of the cave and they saw people plowing the field and they couldn't believe their eyes. How could people waste their time with mundane things like earning a living and not spending their time with Chaya Oilam, learning Torah, and they started burning everybody that they saw and Abbasal came down and said, what are you trying to do? You're trying to destroy our world, my world. Get back into the cave. So they went back into the cave, and they made a calculation. They said, if a person could only be in Gehenna, a Russia, for 12 months, we shouldn't be in our cave for more than an additional 12 months. And they went out, and they were, as they were coming out, Abbasal said, yes, you can come out. Wherever Reb Lazar Reb Shimon destroyed, Reb Shimon would fix. And Reb Shimon told his son Reb Lazar, what are you so worried that there's not enough Torah in the world? Between me and you, we have all the Torah the world needs. Let it go. And on Arab Shabbos, they saw Ahu Saba. Many times, it says where it says Ahu Saba means Aliyah Navi. They saw an older person carrying two bundles of Hadassah. And they said, what are you doing with this? He said, I need it for Shabbos. But why two? He said, one for Zachar and one for Shamar. And here's the concept of lighting two candles for Shabbos, Zachar and Shamar. And he said, Look how beautiful Klai Yisrael is or the mitzvahs, Kam Chavivim, the mitzvahs, and he calmed down Rabbi Shem Bar-Yichai. Says Rabbi Pichas Bayar, who was either his father-in-law or son-in-law, his mechutan, he said, he couldn't believe, he gave him a massage, and he couldn't believe the welts, the, the scars that he had on his body from the mud, and he started crying, and a tear went into his, to the cut, to the wound, and it caused Rabbi Shem Bar-Yichai to be uncomfortable and scream, and Rabbi Pichas Bayar said, I cannot believe that I see like this, and Rabbi Shem Bar-Yichai told him the opposite. It's because you see me like this, because of what I went through, I became who I became, Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. And the Gemara just tells us that before they went into the cave, 
would ask Rupichas Binyar a question, and Rupichas Binyar would answer him 12 answers. But after he came out of the cave, Rupichas Binyar would ask Rupichas Binyar a question, and Rupichas Binyar would answer him 24 questions, 24 answers. Have a wonderful day.